In the beginning of the parsha, on the word Baha'aloischa, Aaron is going to be lighting the candles. Rashi explains, Why is it that this parsha of the Menorah comes right after the parsha of the Nesim? We just had the 12 Nesim bringing their Karbonois from Rishchidosh Nisim to the 12th day of Nisim. Rashi explains, because when Aaron saw the Chanukah Sanasim, the Nesim bringing and dedicating their Karbonois for the Mizbeach, he felt bad that he wasn't part of this whole dedication. Neither him nor his Shevet. So Hashem says to him, Chayecha, I swear by your life, what you're doing is greater than what they're doing. Because you light and prepare the candles. Now, the reason why Rashi even has to bother explaining why these parshias come next to each other, even though he doesn't necessarily always do that, is because, as we just said, the Nesim bring their karbonis from Rosh Chodesh until you base Nisan. When is Aaron lighting the Menorah? Simply, he's starting to light the Menorah on Rosh Chodesh Nisan. And he would have been told about it, uh, presumably before that. That means before these Nesim. So why is it coming afterwards? So Rashi is explaining to us that as a result of Aaron seeing these Karbonis being brought, so he's feeling bad. But the question is, number one, how is he being made to feel, feel better by being told what you're doing is greater than theirs? He's not, it's not being told to him how it's greater. If it's something so obvious why it's greater, then why is he even feeling bad? Another question that Rebbe brings from the Ramban, why is it that Hashem is not comforting him with some other avoidance? What about the Ktoires? What about Karbonois? What about the avoid of Yom Kippur, which is something only Aaron could do? In fact, Aaron himself or the Koyanim were the ones that were Makriv, would have been bringing the Karbonois of the Nesim. Another question that Rebbe has, not going through every single question of here, trying to cover most of them, Another question that I've asked is, why is this expression Chayecha? Why does Hashem have to swear? Chayecha, by your life. Also, the Pasuk is speaking about lighting the candles. There is another avoider called Hatovas Hanedis, preparing the candles. Why does Rashi say, Madlik Umeite, that you light and prepare the candles? Who's speaking about preparing the candles over here? Seemingly, our Pasuk is mainly focused on the lighting of the candles. Another question that I've has is why is it that Hashem is telling Moshe, Aaron, Shat Madlik Umetiv, that you are lighting and that you are preparing, which sounds like in the present tense, well, seemingly this is already after the 12 days that the Nesim brought their Karbonois, so it should have been what you have done, what you lit the Menorah and you prepared the Menorah, that is greater than what they did. In order to explain this, says the Rebbe, that what Hashem is coming to comfort Aaron is not just coming to tell him, oh, you're also doing a very, very great Avoidah. Rather, what Ari was concerned about is that he missed out in this concept of Chanukah, of dedicating the Mishkan or parts of the Mishkan. In other words, the, 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 the Nesim dedicated the Mizbeach, and Ari is feeling bad that he didn't have part of this. Hashem is telling them, what you are doing the Menorah is also going to be counted, is also sin, considered as a Chinuch, as a dedication. And this is what Hashem is telling him. Not only do you also have a part in the dedication, but rather what you're doing is even greater than theirs. And that's in three de details. The Rebbe is looking at the words of Rashi. Sha'ata, madlikumetiv, esaneris. Number one, you yourself are doing it. You yourself are lighting the menorah as opposed to the Nesim. They only prepared the karbonis. Koyanim had to actually bring it on the Mizbeach. Number two, madlik umetiv. We asked why do we need to bring in the concept of metiv of preparing the candles. The Rebbe says like this. Generally, when an avoida is done, we can look at it in two ways. What's the most important thing? The beginning, the preparation of it, or the ending of it, the finally doing the avoida. 
If we only speak about Aaron lighting the menorah, so he is doing the final touch, he's lighting the menorah. What did the Nesim do? They prepared the Karbonis. They only did the beginning part, because the Kayanim later bring it. So we not, might not necessarily know which one is greater, what the Nesim did, a beginning of an Avoida, or an ending of the menorah. But since Hashem is telling Aaron, according to Rashi, Madlik Ummetiv, that you were doing both. You're lighting the menorah, which is, yes, the end of the Avodah, but you're also the one that prepared the menorah. So therefore, certainly what you're doing is greater than the Nesim, because you have both things. And finally, he says, Es What's the idea of the Neiris and the menorah? This is being done in the inside of the Kodesh, or the Heichal, the Mishkan, as opposed to the Nesim's Karbonis are only being brought on the outside, which is lesser Kedusha, in the Azara. If that's the case, why was Aaron even feeling bad? Why didn't he understand all of this by himself? Why does Hashem have to tell it to him and swear to him, etc.? Says the Rebbe, the reason for this is, because in truth, on Rishchodesh Nisan, the day that the Mishkan and all the Avoides started, Moshe Rabbeinu was the one that did all of the Avoides. So seemingly, Aaron is not the one dedicating the Menorah. And we said before that was the, the Menorah. There, we said before that was bothering him. He's bothered by the fact that he's not having a portion in the dedication Says the Abishta to Aaron, you should realize that everything that you're doing is also counted as a dedication. In other words, just like by the Nesim, the one who actually did it first by the Mizbech is only one Nasi, Nachshin ben Aminadov. Yet the Abishta is saying that whatever all the 12 Nesim are going to do is all going to be in the next 12 days, all counted as part of the dedication. Hashem is telling Aaron, I swear by your life. In other words, I'm not just comforting you. I'm telling you this is very, very real and with all the power that what you're doing, even though it may not be, that first day is still 100% considered the dedication of the Menorah. The question still remains, why the Menorah? Why not a different Avodah, like the Ktoiris? Also, another question, says the Rebbe, it's all very nice that we might be able to compare Aaron to the rest of the Nesim, the last 11, but what about Nachshin? Nachshin actually did the first thing by the Karbonois, whereas Aaron is already doing it only after Moshe Rabbeinu. Says the Rebbe, there's a very, very big difference between the way Moshe Rabbeinu lit the Menorah and all the other avoides that he did, for example, the Karbonis and the Ketoides, etc. That is, the other avoides that Moshe Rabbeinu did was in exactly the same way as they will eventually be done every single day. And therefore, when Moshe Rabbeinu does them, it's already considered the dedication. When Aaron is going to do it afterwards, it's already not the first time being done. When Moshe Rabbeinu, however, lights the Menorah on Rishchodesh Nissen, this was a very unique thing. It wasn't a regular mitzvah. He lights it only in the morning. Aaron is going to be the one that's going to light it in the afternoon. What's the difference? We know generally that there's a machloikas regarding when we need to light the candles. Everyone agrees that it needs to be lit in the afternoon or the evening. Whereas in the morning, there's a machloikas. Do we only prepare the menorah or do we also light it? Rashi is of the opinion that we actually light it only in the afternoon. That's when it's a mitzvah. So when Moshe Rabbeinu lights it in the morning, that's not the mitzvah being done yet. Again, as opposed to the other karbonis and ketoides that he brought was the regular mitzvahs already. So therefore, only when Aaron is actually lighting it in the afternoon, he's now the equivalent of Nachshon, also doing it for the first time as part of a mitzvah, as part of the dedication. Says the Rebbe, now we could also explain, with this, sorry, we could also explain another question that's asked. Why does it say, that when you Aaron light the candles, Lighting the menorah is something that even a Zor, even a Yisroel could do. There is a number of different answers which the Rebbe goes through and explains why they don't work so well. 
But the Rebbe says, according to Rashi, there's no question at all. Because the point of Baalois Chesameris is coming to tell us this very idea. That when Aaron is going to light the Menorah from Rosh Chodesh Nisan all the way to Yud Beis Nisan, it's going to be considered as part of the dedication. The Rebbe then moves over into Yenu Shal into the inner aspects hidden in this Rashi. And the Rebbe goes over to the question we asked before, why doesn't it say that you lit the Menorah? Why does it say that you're lighting the Menorah? And what the Rebbe is explaining over here now is that here is an additional point in how Aaron's lighting the Menorah is greater than that of the Nesim. By the Nesim, in fact, it was only one time, the day they brought their Karbonis. Whereas what the Eibishter is telling Aaron in the present tense is that every single time you light the Menorah, it's considered a dedication, like a whole new chayas. To explain this, what does this mean? So the Rebbe says, the Rebbe brings from the Alter Rebbe, that explains that when we are mechanach a child, when we bring a child first into education, we give him presents, we give him gifts. The idea being giving him a whole new koyach in his learning. In a similar way, that was the idea of the karbonis by the Chanukah Samizbeach, bringing down a special gilui koyach oira liki to be able to do the avoida further. But by the Nesim, this is only 12 days. For Aaron, we're telling him, every single time you light the Menorah, it's going to be in the same exact way, that is, bringing down a whole extra greater level of light from the Shekhinah. And that's why it's important to do it in the way of an oath, Chayecha. What is the idea of a Shavuah? The idea of taking an oath represents bringing down a Koyach of a much, much greater level that's higher than Ishtal And that's why, usually we say things dwindle out. You start with something very powerful, but as time goes on, it doesn't have that same Koyach. The Shavuah is making it. That every single time Aaron is going to light the Menorah, it should have the same strength, the same power as that very, very first time. The Rebbe says this is also connected to the Ruchni, the Kavoyed of lighting the candles. The Alter Rebbe tells us, Chassidus explains, that the Menorah is made up of seven branches. This represents Klau Yisrael as the Menorah, seven branches, seven categories in the Avoid of Yidin, seven different kinds of Neshamas. Aaron lights them, meaning he brings down Chayis, Alikus, to arouse them with Ava to Hashem, to love to Hashem. What does he feel bad about? When he sees the Chanukah Sanasim, that's a one-time thing, he thinks that when he's going to light the Menorah, when he's going to light the Neshamois, it's again going to be only by type of Neshamois who are shaykh to an Avoida in a way of a Chidush. In other words, if it's a brand new thing, they're holding it a whole new level of Avoida, I could sort of give them some extra Koyach. But what about a Yid that's not having the light of Hashem shining by him in a revealed way? Maybe I cannot really continue this dedication that it should happen by this Yid as well. So the Eibish just says, Chayecha, I swear to you by your life, In other words, you're going to be able to constantly bring down an oil of Hashem from such a high level that it can always inspire every single Yid. And why is that? Because really inside of a Yid, he has a level called Chachma, the Chachma Shebenefesh, in which the oil of Hashem, the light of Hashem, the infinity of Hashem is shining, and therefore, Bepnimius, every Yid is already a Neir Hashem. The Rebbe concludes with the Oira by saying, when we meet a Yid, and we think he's not shayach, he's not connected to anything. How can we accomplish, how can we achieve that he too should shine? So we say chayecha, chayecha by your life, which means when we go with Mesiras Nefesh, we put our lives on the line, so to speak. We realize that our lives are dependent on this. There's absolutely no doubt that we can impact every single Yid, because inside of him, he already has that Neir Hashem, we only need to reveal it. And through that, we're zoichet to the Menoyed in the third base of Mikdash, b'meheir of Yameinu Mamash.